Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 190. Coming at you guys, it'll be on May 7th, 9th? 9th, can't read. May 9th, uh, Tuesday, you guys are going to get this. And uh, yeah, enjoy the podcast, you guys. Uh, shout outs this week and always, uh, Progressive Martial Arts, Combat Cardio Club, uh, both of those are awesome gyms. Uh, one's more boxing, one's more jujitsu. Uh, I know Progressive Martial Arts also has kickboxing, Muay Thai, and striking as well. Uh, on top of all the jujitsu and grappling, Combat Cardio Club. Uh, get in there, get in shape, learn some boxing, family oriented stuff. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> haircuts by Allison. She handy, and she handyman movers. <laughs> Roman's handyman movers. My boy, I'll tell him on a second. But Allison, dude, Haircuts by Allison. Uh, hit her up on Facebook. It's just that, Haircuts by Allison. Uh, schedule haircut. She specializes in boys' and men's haircuts. She does an awesome job. She makes me, Davey, Tristan, all of us look good. So uh, hit her up for a haircut. Uh, she's in uh, the Columbia Mall. Robin was like, you can do not you do not know what the name of that mall, do you? You cannot figure it out. Keep messing it up. I'm like, whatever. Columbia Mall. Uh, she's at the main entrance there. It's easy. Go in, right to the right. I uh, get a haircut. Uh, I know you want to schedule it online, but if you're in the mall and you swing by there and just say hi, uh, beautiful blonde standing in there, can't miss her. So, haircuts by Allison. Hit her up. And her, also beautiful husband, <laughs> handyman movers, Roman, will move your stuff, big or small. He does it all. Hit him up. Uh, handyman movers. He'll give you a quote. And he undercuts all the big guys, and he, we do a great job. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast, Dave's Podcast one and, at gmail.com, Dave's Podcast and the number one at, gmail, at gmail.com. Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook, Dave's Podcast on Facebook, Funny Welder on Instagram. Uh, it's just Dave H. on Xbox. Uh, I love you guys for listening to my podcast. I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate you guys just listening. So uh, enjoy. Um, I'm out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. It has been a minute. Uh, let me explain to you guys what's been going on. No excuses. None of that bullshit. But you guys know that I was sick for about a week. Still kind of feeling the effects of it. My sore throat is finally gone. But uh, it was like all symptoms of COVID, but except for the hot and cold and, uh, and the fever. Everybody I've talked to that's had recently had COVID or ever, there's always like the hot and cold fever action. Uh, when I got COVID the first time or the only time I got COVID, uh, I think I might have had it when I was in treatment in 2020, but I'm not sure. They, they said it was influenza B, uh, but I don't know. That one was more diarrhea and shit, though. That was like hot, cold. There wasn't no respiratory shit. I was like hot and cold and fevers. And throwing up and diarrhea all at the same fucking time. Like that was just, maybe it was influenza B. Because influenza B has a lot of the same, a lot of those uh, same symptoms. Influenza B is more of a stomach bug, I guess you would call it. Influenza A is rest, more respiratory. 
I have no idea what I'm talking about. I am not a doctor. This is what I've been told, what I've seen, what I've experienced. So, I might have had COVID, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We're not going to see. It's over. Shit's done with. Uh, in that week, I feel like I sat down to do podcasts. I did a bunch of research for an MMA podcast on like uh, two Wednesdays ago or last Wednesday. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't flow out of me. And I'm just doing what I got to do right now to try to keep uh, keep this shit alive. Keep myself motivated. I, uh, I just try to make a lot of notes. Try to figure out what I want to talk about. The problem when I take too much time off is like uh, how much... Of like, I'm going to tell you guys about Denali and going to Michigan to get her. And it's like, how much of that trip do I remember now that it's not so fresh in my memory? But let's jump on that right away, you guys. Where did I go? I went to, uh, was it Auburn Hills? It's like Rochester Hills, uh, North Detroit, uh, to Elite Detection Canine, uh, a nonprofit organization that trains detection dogs and just grooms them for detection. And they will be purchased uh, by organizations, uh, departments, whatever, that want to get a working dog and train them to find things, find whatever. Uh, Denali hasn't been trained or imprinted on any odors yet. Uh, She's really good at finding her toy or Kong. Uh, I got her two different Kongs. Uh, I got her giant one and then a little bit smaller one, but... Uh, the thing she'll do for that Kong is insane. Her drive for it, her her want, her, uh, I guess we call it drive. Her drive for that Kong is insane. So it makes her rather easy to train, sort of. Uh, the Kong, her, when the Kong is out and she knows it's available, she just kind of like available. She knows that she might get paid with it. She is like so freaking just turns brain dead. Like, oh my God, give me the Kong, give me the Kong, give me the Kong. I'm like, I'm like, sit. And she's just like, oh, why hey, give me the Kong, give me the Kong. And eventually she figures it out, but she's so fired up about it, it almost it almost can, gets in the way of the training. Like it's just too much for her to like. Instead of think about what needs to happen and learn, she just kind of just can't stop thinking about that goddamn Kong, which is good. It'll make her easy to train in certain aspects. Uh, but right now we're just building rapport. Uh, I don't feel like she didn't like me very much at first. I just took her away from. Uh, everything she knew, I threw her in the back of a Volkswagen Bug, and we drove over a thousand miles. <laughs> uh, the trip wasn't bad. Um, it was kind of bad. Uh, I left here, and I, instead of going through Minneapolis and Milwaukee and Chicago that way, I decided to take the scenic route, which supposedly wasn't much longer. So I went straight east uh, from Grand Forks over to Duluth and through Wisconsin and then into Michigan. And... It snowed, it rained, it rained almost the entire trip, and then it started snowing in northern Michigan for a while. It's two-lane roads that and that have a passing lane every once in a while for you. It uh, it was cool, it was very scenic, I loved it, everything was really green and everything was a lot of trees, a lot of hills, all that stuff that we don't have here in North Dakota. Um, so, first day I got all the way to... Oh, what was the name of that damn town? See, now I don't remember. This is why I got to do podcast sooner. <laughs> uh, it was a weird name town, but I crashed there. I uh, just kept on pressing. Made it to Elite K9. Uh, met some great people there. Some of the, the handlers, trainers. Uh, I met a guy named Michael out of uh, Gideon Rescue out of Oklahoma. Uh, Area Recovery 
met these people and Michael in Turkey, and they saw how their dogs worked, and they decided they wanted to get some dogs of their own. So, uh, I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Ariel put out, you know, who wants to anybody want to work a dog? And I'm like, dude, that is that's what I did in the military, man. That's my job. Uh, did I think I'd ever be doing it again? No. Uh, am I excited to do it again? Yes. Is it bringing on some stressors? Yes. Um, since getting Denali home, well, let's just talk about that. So yeah, went there, met with them, great people. They gave me the rundown on Denali and uh, Mocha, a female German Shepherd, younger, was the one that I thought I was going to get, but uh, they thought it was best for me to uh, to take Denali because of all my experience and stuff. The other guys that were going to be working these dogs don't appear to have much experience, so... Uh, the trip home was pretty uneventful. It went really well. Uh, when I went through Minneapolis, Richie, shout out Richie, was getting ready to go to work and it would have been like another hour out of my way and uh, I'll see him soon, but I just kind of kept on going by. I just wanted to get home really bad. It was a long trip. Uh, once we get home, Denali's been in her kennel. Most of the time I got her a giant kennel and I know it sounds sad, but, uh, she can be a little aggressive. Uh, She... Uh, has has lunged and tried to bite all of the dogs we have here in the house so far. She actually bit Bailey in the face. Uh, it's been uh, kind of strenuous. She's slowly warming up. She really is. Uh, her and River play. And the thing is, is like while they play, she gets so ramped up that it's like by the time River is like scared and doesn't want to play with her anymore, she's rather intense, extremely intense. She doesn't show much for affection. Uh, she likes me and only me. <laughs> And it's it's interesting. That's how those dogs are programmed. They kind of imprint on a handler, and they will do do more, listen to the handler rather than like a stranger just walks up and tells them to sit. They might not, you know. Some dogs are like that. Some dogs anybody can work them and just tell them to do stuff, and they'll do it. But Denali like won't even go up. Rob was trying to get her attention to pet her and stuff, and she just kept coming back to me every time, and it was funny. She's definitely trained to be a working dog, and she is not a pet. We've came to grips with that really fast. Uh, she is definitely not a pet. Um, Robin, any of the kids and stuff, they don't feel comfortable having her out without me here. Uh, I know Robin will let her outside and whatnot if I'm not around, but I am most around most of the time lately. Uh, but getting her out a couple times a day to exercise her or to go look for her Kong. I, I went to Cox Park uh, two days ago because it's fucking raining and been shitty. And uh, I go out there and I just throw her Kong out by something and hide it. And then I go and uh, I, you know, use the wind. I come in from a downward side and try to, I just watch her. Whenever I think the wind is kind of blowing the Kong's odor in our direction, I kind of keep an eye on her. And if I see her head come up and look in that direction, uh, I try to and try to give her some some motivation. Try to be like, what you, oh, you found something? What is that? You got something? Show me, show me, you know, and get her, get her fired up a little bit and see if she'll pull you to the Kong. And, um. Uh, she, it took her a minute to get, we had to get kind of close to it, but she did okay. Uh, it's all coming around pretty well. Like I said, she's just getting to know me, uh, just getting to kind of know our house, the other animals. It's becoming a lot, but I feel like she is warming up a lot in already the first week. Uh, she still has a lot of warming up to do. It's, it's funny. Like I said, she's not a pet. She is strictly like for working purposes only. We, she will be socialized and treated like a pet at times. But that's really on her. That's on her how much she wants to chill the fuck out. Because she's going to go around and just unprovokingly bite 
our pets and stuff, especially Frankie and Quinn, they're little and they don't need to get bit by a big dog like that. That is very dangerous. So a lot of stressors come with Denali and we're trying to, I'm doing the best I can uh, to keep the collateral damage to a minimum. And I really just got to be on top of things when she's out and about. And uh, the bite with Bailey was very scary. It bothered me uh, a lot because it was very close to her eye. And then seeing one of my best friends uh, that I love so much, uh, my longest running dog, the OG of the pack, uh, who, you know, this is her house. This is, uh, she runs this shit. And she's the alpha of the house, and besides for me, but you get it. Out of all the dogs, it's kind of hers. She runs the show, and now this dog, other dog comes in and just took over instantly. There was no, <laughs> yeah, Bailey's tetri- tetrified. I've been playing Tetris a lot. <laughs> Paraf- petrified of her. It's very sad. Um, but they're slowly coming around to it again, and maybe they'll be all right. But um, for now, we got to be really safe, and Denali's in her kennel a lot. And I hate that, but... Hey, man, that's just kind of the way it is. And that's kind of the way it's been for her her whole life. Uh, up to like eight months, she was in foster care, and then they brought her back to the kennels in the last year. She's just been exercising, and they've been building her confidence and her drive uh, to find stuff uh, for detection. So um, interesting to see how this is going to go. I'm going to have to start annotating all the stuff that I do with her, uh, make some really good notes, some records, and uh, figure out what we got to do to get certified. Uh, we're going to do some traveling. Uh, she'll have to get certified as a search and rescue dog. I'll get certified as a search and rescue handler. And then we'll get certified as a team. And then we can start traveling the world and, and saving people. And I can go help find people in natural disasters, find children who are being hidden uh, to be traded into sex slavery. All sorts of stuff, man. I get to be a part of such a huge, huge thing. World, I'm going to make an impact on the world, you guys. How crazy is that? I should be more excited. I haven't been that excited lately about anything, you guys. I've just been kind of down and out after this illness, the sickness. The, uh, still kind of just, ah, but I've been getting out. I've been taking the dogs for a lot of walks. Uh, I took two walks with the dogs yesterday. I took Denali out. I don't, I can't walk Denali and all the dogs together. Uh, it wouldn't go well, I don't think, with Bailey. And I don't know, if, it would just not, not be good. So she's still going out on her own. Uh, she's kind of treated different. She's going to be treated like a working dog and not necessarily a pet. But I do socialize and play with her a lot. Don't get me wrong. Anytime I'm outside messing with her Kong and doing obedience, that's kind of play for her. As long as she gets that Kong and whatever, she's happy about it. Uh, So I'll keep you guys updated on Denali. Keep you updated on all that jazz. Uh, It's it's, like I said, a lot of stress. It's going to take a lot of work. And it's good for me. I needed something to motivate me to get me moving a little more than I already am. I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I can't wait to get up in the mornings and get my routine out of the way. And once that's out of the way, I can just I'm 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 free to do a few more things and not like have stressors. Not be like, man, I'm out. If I leave the house to go do something, and I'm like, man, I never clean the litter boxes. Now they're gonna smell. But ah, one of the biggest. I don't even like admitting this on the podcast, but like our house, man. Like my podcast studio got peed in, and I don't know if it been peed in again recently by a fucking cat. I know who it is, Juno. I don't know why she does it, but she pees outside of her litter box every once in a while, and it's annoying. It's not like male cat pee where it stinks really bad, but I smell it. And then I don't know if Frankie Frankie's peed in our bedroom a couple of times. I know when we were gone for a while, I think Quinn uh, was peeing in there, and uh, or somebody was. So now we've done like two different carpet cleanings and put a bunch of shit down, and it's like I just can't get rid of these odors. 
Uh, but now once we got that doors open and the wind, we can open windows and stuff and get some more fresh air in. I hate admitting that our house doesn't stink, but in certain areas I catch whiffs of things and it's like, ah, fucking animals, right? Why do we need animals around? Robin says when we're done with, when these cats are gone, like once they grow old and die, like we're not getting any more. And I love cats so much. They're like my favorite, but they're so obnoxious, man. All they want to do is get outside. And it's been a pain in the ass. Because you guys know we live on the south end now and the, and the neighbors are kind of bougie about the cats. And speaking of the neighbors. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get into this. <clears throat> I want to touch on this a little bit. Uh, and I know some of my neighbors listen or their kids listen or however it goes. But uh, the other day, uh, Delicia, shout out, our neighbor and uh, home. What do you call her? She's like our... Where our houses are connected to each other, our twin home, our twin neighbor, we'll call her that. Our twin neighbor, Delicia is having her furnace replaced, so I had the cars in her driveway. I moved them, and I, I took the G6, and I turned it around in his driveway, right, and parked it in front of his house. Public street, I can park there. Uh, you can actually turn around in someone's driveway. That's not illegal. And uh, he called the cops instantly. I don't even know if he was home. Uh, I think he saw it on the camera and called the cops on something that's not illegal. Uh, so I'm outside chilling in the garage. I see a cop roll by and kind of looking at stuff. And I see him turn around and pull in front of my house. And he gets out. Uh, nice gentleman walks up and says, hey, uh, you and your neighbor have some sort of beef or whatever. And I go, yeah, why? He goes, well, he called on you uh, turning around in his driveway and now parking in front of his house. And I go, are, are either of those things illegal? And he goes, well, no. I go, then why are you here? I'm like, this is such a waste of your time. And he goes, I know. But I got to respond to these things and figure out what's going on. And I said, well, the car's only going to be parked there temporarily. I'm going to move it. And then I promised him I wouldn't turn around in my neighbor's driveway anymore just to save from, save from fucking my neighbor wasting policemen's time. Like that dude could have been out fucking saving lives or whatever they do. I mean, I know what they do, but you know what I mean. Out doing real work. So showing up to something that wasn't illegal whatsoever and is turning around in a driveway and parking on a street. So, uh, I don't know if my neighbor's going to listen to this or not. And I, I just, I know, uh, it shit is sad, dude. It's really sad. Like imagine, I mean, you, if you tell somebody, go tell somebody that you called the cops on somebody for somebody they did for, they did something that wasn't even illegal and you freaking knew it and you still called the cops. Like, come on, man. You can come over and talk to me, dude. I don't. I know you, everybody thinks I'm unapproachable. I'm the most approachable person you'll ever meet. Just don't come up and try to tell me I can't do something on my property that's not hurting anybody else. You know, he comes up I'm mad about the weed stuff. And it's like, dude, I'm in my garage. I can't smoke in my house. You know, I mean, it's not illegal. I have a green card. So get away from me. Like, don't, you're going to keep complaining to me about it and expect me, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just like, dude, I'm not going to change. It's what I do. So you have to smell it every once in a while. It's like, man, it's just the saddest shit. So what happens is, is Robin, uh, Robin's like, fuck this. He's going to call the cops on dumb shit. Uh, she goes over there to talk to him. And I'm not allowed to because who knows what will happen, right? Robin goes over to his house, asks, and he answers the door. I guess he looks all surprised that she's there and da-da-da-da-da. And then her and some of the and multiple neighbors came out and they all chatted it up. And it's just... 
I'm too much for people, man. Um, we move into this neighborhood and everybody's like, it was a quiet neighborhood till you got here. And it's like, what do you mean you guys are boring? You guys don't get out and move around. And I've noticed that. On the north end of town, people were always out moving and doing things. I knew both my neighbors on the side of me. I knew two neighbors across the street. If I'd see them, we'd say, hi, what's up? Hey, nothing. Anyway, we get down here and I don't know any of them except for the dude next door who just complains about everything we do. Our dogs bark too much. Our cats get out. Uh, it's like, are we the bad neighbor or are we just the people? We're here to live, man. This is my neighborhood. I'm going to be outside doing shit. I'm going to be smoking in my garage. I'm going to be loading mowers and unloading stuff, working on cars, doing stuff. It's what I do. I'm an active fucking person. I'm sorry that I don't come home from work or come home from wherever. I don't have a job. I know. But I don't come home from things and just sit in my house and do nothing all day. Or whatever you do inside your houses. But I don't hardly ever see my neighbors outside. Hardly ever. Now that's warming up. I'm sure there'll be out more. There'll be more activity. But for you to be like, oh, it was a quiet neighborhood till you moved in. I'm sorry you guys were boring. Sorry, man. I'm not sorry at all. I'm sorry for absolutely nothing. Uh, I've Oh, and then the Davecast sign. So the podcast sign, I put it up on the fence to kind of promote my podcast, you know. Uh, I admit that it is a little, was a little tacky out there. Robin even admits that. But one of the neighbors had a problem with it. Said that her their kids researched it and listened to it. And I was talking about smoking weed because that's what I do. I talk about smoking pot sometimes. And the funny thing is, is like to bring that up is like, well, if your kids can find my podcast, they can find anything, right? So maybe they should uh, keep an eye on what their kids are watching. My podcast is the least of your worries uh, for what's on the internet. For what's on TikTok, for what's on Reels, for what's on Facebook, for what's on YouTube. Come on, man. This ain't nothing. So if they want to complain, it's just people complaining about the dumbest shit, man. And I'm, like I said, I'm not sorry. I don't care. Robin's going to listen to this probably get mad. Like, you're talking shit. I'm not. I'm not talking shit. I'm being me. This is who I am. And I'm not going to change who I am. And if you want to talk to me about it, just come talk to me about it. If it's something kind of crazy, I'll calm it down. Maybe it's I'm doing something I don't even notice I'm doing. I'm not blaring loud music. I'm not revving engines. I'm not doing nothing crazy. There's no car parts laying on my lawn. I keep the lawn nice and clean the best I can. Uh, I keep. Uh, I love to keep my lawn nice and cut and like looking really nice. I'm not an overly groomer where I'm out there like with scissors and shit <laughs> watering my lawn all the time. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I wish I had like two of me in the neighborhood. People that would want to hang out and be like. You need if anybody in this neighborhood needed help with anything, and they asked me, even freaking Kevin, I would help him. Kevin, Kyle, Steve, whatever, dude. Anyway, um, that's all it is, man. I don't know the neighbors, you guys. If you guys are still listening to this crap or whatever, come talk to me. I'm fucking chill, man. I'm so chill. It's not even funny. You guys complain about me smoking pot. That's that's the thing. It's like that makes you pretty chill. Potheads aren't angry people. Some, maybe, but not very many, if you ask me. Anyway, spring is here, you guys. Things are turning green. Everything's melted. It's been raining the last couple of days. I'm so fucking sick of the rain already because it just... When the dogs go outside, they all wrap around the corner to go into the other yard, and it's muddy there from them running on it. And it's like every time they go out, they just run through it, run through it, run through it. And then Denali runs through it and gets her paws all muddy, and then she plays with River... And gets mud all over river. River comes in all muddy too. And it's like. Uh, I'm happy that they're playing with each other. That Denali's warming up. And they play with each other. And it ramps up. And River actually gets scared. It's so ridiculous. But. 
Oh, stop raining. The rain's, I mean, it's good. It's going to green everything up really fast. All the trees are going to green up really fast. But still, anyway, I got to get out. I got to start helping people with their yard work. Uh, I'm going to take on less yards this summer because I got time. I got nothing. I got a lot to do with Denali. I want to keep putting work into my dogs and my life and other things. So probably going to take on a lot helping less people. But in the long run, uh, once I get certified with Denali and I can travel the world and help people, I can, I'm going to help. I'm going to make an impact on the planet, you guys. So super excited, man. Super excited. Speaking of the planet, speaking of galaxies, <laughs> uh, me and Dave went to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, I cried way too many times. Uh, no spoilers here, but you guys, I don't know if you guys know a lot of it's about Rocket's story and how he became Rocket. And uh, there's a lot of like weird animal cruelty kind of shit, animal experimental shit on him. And that stuff really hits, hit me hard, you know what I mean? And then uh, it was a lot of emotions, a lot of tugging at the old heartstrings. I'm looking around like, can people see you crying in a movie theater? Probably. But I don't give a shit, man. I cry a lot and I don't care. I'm an emotional guy. I've been emotional lately. I've been in a lot of pain. So when I'm in a lot of pain, I can cry like no problem. And I don't know if it's the rainy, coldy weather, coldy. On that note, you guys, Dave forgot how to talk. And when you talk, when podcasting, talking is important. See, I messed it up already. All right, you guys, uh, get out and see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I really, really enjoyed it. It was really good. I love Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Two sucked. One's one of my favorite movies. Three is probably now one of my favorite movies as well. Such a good movie, you guys. All right. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Uh, shout outs, Progressive Martial Arts. I have not been to the gym in almost two weeks, you guys. I am, uh, when I was sick, I stayed away. I don't want to get everybody sick, so I stay away. Uh, last Thursday, I thought about going, but I still was sniffly and kind of funky, and I uh, just didn't go. Uh, I don't want to get everybody sick. I just stay away. Uh, tomorrow, I cannot wait to get into the gym. I'm so excited. Uh, to get back in there and uh, get back at it. I hate missing, especially for a couple weeks at a time. It sucks. But when you're sick, man, stay out of the gym. Stay away from other people. Don't get everybody sick, okay? Uh, progressive Martial Arts, man. Check them out. Here in Grand Forks, their best uh, martial arts. All-around martial arts gym. Get in there. Check it out. Um, Combat Cardio Club. My boy Vic uh, has a boxing gym here in town. And uh, great, great community of people. Uh, Great atmosphere, kids, adults, everybody. Uh, get in there, learn some boxing, learn some self-defense, learn uh, how to get in shape. It's <laughs> the big thing. Keep moving, get moving, learn something new, man. Boxing is so much fun. And once you figure it out, you're like, man, I can throw hands and da-da-da-da-da. Uh, check it out. Combat Cardio Club here in Grand Forks, Road on Dyke Avenue, 6 to 8 uh, every day. Uh, just stop by. Say hi. Tell them Dave sent you. Uh, haircuts by Allison. She gave me a trim up yesterday. Gave Davey and Tristan haircuts. They look great. Uh, I love uh, going to get my haircut by Allison. She does such an awesome job. Haircuts by Allison. Uh, hit her up on Facebook, and that's how she schedules her appointments and everything. Give her a follow. Give her a like. Give her a share. Comment on all these people, you guys. Um, and not even these people. These are the people I love. These are the people I'm going to shout out. Uh, just remember to shout out the people you love. I know you probably don't got a podcast and all that, but... Uh, when you see somebody share some cool shit online, um, and it's theirs, uh, or help, and you want to help them out, share it, like it, comment, even commenting or just liking. It's huge. Get them into the algorithm, you guys. 
Uh, handyman Movers, my boy Roman, he will move your stuff, does it all big or small. Uh, he'll help tear out old shit, uh, old carpet, old stuff, and throw it out, flooring. Uh, he'll take out old furniture and get rid of it. He will go pick up new furniture from a store and bring it to you. Uh, you need to move a giant house and all your stuff. We can do that too, man. Uh, handyman Movers, he'll do it all for real. He undercuts the big guys and he does an amazing job. It's uh, an actual company, Handyman Movers. He does an awesome job. Like I just said, three different times in a row. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, Dave's Podcast One at gmail.com. Dave's Podcast and a number one at gmail.com. Hit me up if you want to be on the podcast. Uh, Funny Welder on Instagram. I'm working on branding myself, you guys. I don't know what I was going to go with yet. Uh, it's just going to be like my name. So like if I want to go with like a stage name of Dave Helm, uh, I did some Googling and shit. There's really no Dave Helms. Uh, David Helm. A lot of David Helms. But no Dave Helms. There are some. But nobody that's kind of like got a, got a public following or whatever. If that makes sense. So I'm going to try to brand myself. Uh, Dave Helm, Inc., uh, David Helmbrecht Incorporated, Funny Helper, Funny Welder. I don't know yet, you guys. I'm trying to figure it out. If you guys know, have an idea what I can brand myself as, uh, even if I just did Dave Cast Podcast, the Dave Cast Podcast Network, something. Here's what it is, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You guys, please reach out to me if you want to hit me up. Uh, 701-787-1790 is my... Uh, it's my uh, Google number, uh, text, voicemail, whatever you guys to do, uh, hit me up, just say hi, I don't care. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast, I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to listen to MMA podcast coming out tomorrow, hopefully I get it done. I know, I know, consistency, and I've been such a shit. Uh, so much going on in my life. But this has to happen, and I'm going to make it happen, I promise you guys. So, uh, thanks for listening to my podcast, I do appreciate it, I love all you guys, I really do. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow, bye.